All right, these next two stories happen, um, I think, the Monday of Holy Week. So Holy Week is the week from Palm Sunday. Holy Week is the week from Palm Sunday until Easter Sunday. So a lot of things happen that week, right? Like Jesus is crucified. But there's also a lot of like teaching and a lot of other things that happen during that week. So on, on Monday, uh, he goes into the temple and he sees that there are a bunch of people there who have set up booths to buy and sell and to make change for money. So what was going on was like when people would come to the temple to bring their sacrifices, they were supposed to bring like certain animals, right? Well, one thing that a lot of people would do because it, because it was a lot easier, it was a lot easier than bringing your animal with you all the way across, you know, Israel was you would bring them money and then in Jerusalem or near Jerusalem, in Jerusalem or near Jerusalem, you would buy like animals to sacrifice. And there wasn't anything wrong with that. But they had started setting up the booths for this in the temple courts, especially in the court of the Gentiles. So outside the temple building, there was the court for the Jews and there was the court for the Gentiles. And that was supposed to be, well, then take your sweater away from him. Shadow, leave it. Leave it. So that was supposed to be a place, that was supposed to be a place for the Gentiles to come. And the Jews setting up their booths there to buy and sell animals showed that they didn't really care about that. It was a set-apart place. It'd be kind of like how there's nothing wrong with going to buy coffee at a coffee shop before you go to church, but if we made a coffee shop in our church, that would be a distraction from church. And it would turn something that's only about hearing the word into like a place of business, and that's kind of weird. They were also changing money. So people would bring money to to give offerings and then they would they would exchange money to different kinds of money and they were probably charging them for that too. And that wasn't good at all. Like, like charging money in order to change money at the temple, turning like the offerings into a way to like make money off people by charging a fee. Like that's just kind of gross behavior. So when Jesus saw this, he was very angry and he turned over their tables and he kicked over the cages and he drove them out with a whip. Doesn't exactly sound like uh, Jesus in some stories, right? Usually you're like, oh, Jesus, he's just, he's just gentle and like kind and he doesn't do things like that, except when he does. This is Jesus when he, is, when he has a righteous anger, okay? When he's angry and he's right to be angry because what they're doing is harmful to people's faith. And he said, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. So not only was he angry that they were doing this in his house, but some of what they were doing was also cheating people in some way. So then the blind and the lame came to him and he healed them. But the chief priests and scribes were angry. And when they heard the people saying, oh, then the son of David, they were indignant. And they said, have you, ever, have you heard what they're saying? And Jesus said, yes. Have you never read out of the mouth of infants and nursing babes? You have prepared praise. He was quoting from the Old Testament. 
saying that was about him. In the morning, so I said that that stuff happened on Monday. This one kind of makes it seem like it happened on Palm Sunday, which is possible. But some of the other ones, I think, make it seem like it happened on Monday. It's not really very important. But anyway, definitely on Monday, he was hungry and he saw a fig tree next to the road. And he went to it. A fig tree is a kind of fruit tree. A fig is a kind of fruit. So he went to it and there were no, no figs on it, only leaves. And he said to it, may no fruit ever come from you again. And the fig tree withered and died when he said that. When the disciples saw it, they marveled. They were saying, how did the fig tree wither and die? And Jesus said, truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to a mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. So Jesus was saying that he's got the power to do anything. And if you trust in a promise that he has made, if you have faith, you can do anything that he says. Now, the thing with the fig tree was interesting because um, it wasn't the season for figs. So, like, imagine I walked up to my garden in January and there was no tomatoes in it because, you know, it's January and there wouldn't be. And then I was mad at it and I said, may you never produce tomatoes again. You guys would be like, what? So what Jesus was doing... Yeah. Even if it were, you'd not have tomatoes next year, Right. So what Jesus was doing kind of seemed weird, right? But he was making a point about the Jewish people. He had come to them first because he wanted to save them. And the fruit that he wanted from them, the fruit that God expected from them, was faith in Jesus. And that fruit is never out of season. There's never a time when God wants us. It's not, it's not like a tree. It's not like there's a time for fruit and a time for not fruit. Believers in Jesus are always meant to be bearing fruit. They're always meant to believe in him and to be bearing fruits of faith that come from that. But he came to them and they did not. So he cursed them. Is, is the idea. Not all of them, um, only those who didn't believe in him. He cursed them by essentially saying, now you will never believe in me. That hap- Jesus does that sometimes. When people continually reject his word and ignore him, eventually he might say, well, now you're not going to believe in me. It happened with Pharaoh, for instance. Pharaoh hardened his heart against God over and over, and then finally God said, now I'm hardening your heart. We don't know when this happens with other people, only God does. And so our role is just to keep sharing the gospel. But it's also a reminder to us not to take Jesus' word for granted. We shouldn't be like trees that only bear fruit sometimes. In the Old Testament, it says this in Psalm 1. um, Blessed is the man or woman or girl, just means the person, who walks not in the path of the sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffers, nor stands in the way with the ungodly, but his delight is in the teaching of the Lord. And on his teaching he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water, who 
who bears fruit and whose leaf does not wither. Meaning like that we're always alive and we're always bearing fruit because we have life in Jesus and in his word.